Here with Scotty, one of my friends from high school. We did cross country together, and he actually told me about the hackathon here at Revolution UC. This is his first hackathon, yeah, and he got to learn on Amazon Alexa, which he was just telling me a little bit about. What do you like most about being able to develop and learn how to develop on Alexa this weekend? Um, I don't know. I've never really used uh, any of the cloud service computing devices, and so it was really cool getting to use the back end with uh, the AWS, the Amazon Web Services, and uh, it was really neat watching how quickly that would update to the Alexa after you would uh, update your files and push them to the Alexa device. And uh, I mean, it was a totally like different experience and really cool to interact with and learn on. And you didn't just do Alexa. You were starting off helping AJ with data. What was it? We were massaging the data. We were just working it. We grabbed the data from like the county auditors, right? Yep, county auditors and the city data, um, basically huge, large data, data sets from the, uh, I guess, the city itself. and. Uh, we had over 110, 120,000 uh, different, uh, that was just like different sets of data, not including actual fields in each row. And uh, we got that down to basically, um, I would say, what was it? At the end, we ended up using probably 500 or something total points. 500 sounds low, but yeah, definitely like 10%, 5% of the total data points that we had because of the lack of information. Exactly. Yeah. And the Going from different data sources themselves and stuff like that, it was hard to get everything in a format that we could vote or that we could work with. Yeah, it definitely made me realize like Zillow, even though they're able to provide data across the nation, they can't provide super accurate detail down to the minuscule amount detail. Or data know? that's usable outside of Zillow itself. Like it's really only there for them and you know it's definitely designed just for their use. Wrong floor. Yeah. So we gotta go down a floor we realized we went the wrong way. But data sets can do that. Yeah, especially with Amazon. Uh, Zillow, one of the companies I'm working with right now wants to use Zillow's API to grab information. Like you, you give it a property name and then Zillow's API returns other information that, that you could use. But that wasn't useful to us at all. We were looking at the Zillow's API. We, you, I think you might have been looking at it a little bit more than me. but Yeah, and also they limited our uh, search queries to, uh, on their API. So like, we, like I told you, we had just massive amounts of... Uh, data that we had started with and we had to figure out like what we could use and what we couldn't use and we, we tried to use as much of it as we could and so one of the reasons we tried to use the Zillow API is due to the fact that if we were able to use it we could fill in some of the blanks that we didn't have such as longitude latitude coordinates for uh, properties that we didn't like didn't originally have the longitude latitudes from a data set and uh, so but using their their API, they limit you to, I think, a thousand queries or something like that. And yeah. That did not fit our needs, so. No, I think we were talking about it, and when we were initially looking at Zillow's API, we were running like 993 queries out of our thousand possible. So it was like, so we had a little bit of wiggle room of seven queries that we could mess up and still not have to not, not be limited, but <laughs> we ended up figuring out different ways around the data. One of the guys on our team, AJ, ended up using Pandas, which is a Python library, to massage the data and... Scott and uh, Scott and AJ were working a lot with the data while I was off building the uh, the data visualization in the web app. So our project ended up being it's called MaxLand, and what MaxLand does is it takes in data from the University of Cincinnati and presents whether or not the property type that's currently on it is optimized for it. Right now we're in a globalized time in a time of massive urbanization where property where mm, we've seen massive dynamic real estate investment, but not necessarily data-driven or people-driven real estate investment, where we're starting to see properties get used and land get used for impractical reasons, especially with the scale that humanity's growing. So we built out MaxLand to try to uh, fight this problem, specifically when, within the Cincinnati area. As we learned, 
the data sets are very specific and hard to use even with a region as specific as Cincinnati. But we got it working and now we're headed down to eat some lunch. Overall, we still got to present, so you're not all the way done. But so far, what's been your like most favorite part of your first hackathon? Uh, honestly, just like the environment itself. Like, I mean, I knew you coming into it, but I didn't know anybody else. And uh, you know, it's kind of you know weird going into a group and not knowing uh, really that many people and the people you're going to be working with. And but you're spending like 28 hours with them, so you have to kind of get along with them and learn how they work and adapt to that and work together and stuff like that. So it's kind of a neat, interesting. Thing that you don't get to do a lot. A lot of times, even if you're uh, on co-op somewhere or you're at work, like you're only there for eight hours, you kind of get to go home and decompress. But now you're, you know, you kind of have to trudge through with them, even if you don't necessarily agree with the way they're doing things and stuff like that. So. I do like that aspect. Yeah, like midnight comes around, you're fucking tired, and you've hit bunches of problems, and, and like if you get stressed out. <sighs> Exactly. You do get stressed out. I like uh, Hussein was putting it like the right way. He's, he's like, we were all comfortable right around eight p.m., and then he's like, just wait. All these problems are going to come up in like the last two hours, and they on it, right now we're pretty good, but there's yeah. still like an hour left for well, things to was break. Like, yeah, that was say there was about like three or four hours ago where kind of everybody was like at a point where we we're stuck, and everybody had to like work on their own stuff. But at the same time, it's like everybody kind of needed the help of other people, and so it was, it was just it was like it was just a very stressful time. Where we were trying to figure out how to best get the project done at that point because I was I was desperate for Patrick's help and his knowledge of you know JavaScript and. Then, like, everybody, like, Patrick is dying to work on his uh, back end for his, uh, for the web console and stuff like that. So it was, yeah, it's just, you just got to figure out how to work, work together. Overall, anybody can do a hackathon. It doesn't take special knowledge. Scotty learned how to program in multiple different languages over this weekend and got to learn technologies that he's never learned before. Come out and do a hackathon. They're worth it. They're tons of fun. And they're nothing but benefit.